And maybe, you know, this is like a 20-year-old kid, and maybe by the time he's 30, he has changed, and he realizes right. the stuff that comes out of his mouth might just be BS, right? Right, I think yeah. The Han that we meet in the original trilogy kind of feels like I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm getting by on bravado and bluster and just hoping everything kind of works out. Um, this guy, this Han is like, yeah, it's going to be fine. No worries. So I actually kind of appreciate that. It felt like at first it felt like a weakness. And now I think it was okay. That makes yeah. sense. He's definitely more positive and kind of more full of life in this movie. That was a clip from the podcast Blockbuster Mentality for their episode on Solo, a Star Wars story. You should definitely go check out that podcast. But first, you're listening to our podcast, Mark Has Played, and this is our episode on Solo, a Star Wars story, and our topic of Star Wars fans being miserable. That's not to disparage the great guys over at Blockbuster Mentality or our other featured podcast from Playlist. I'm merely talking about myself, Michael Denston, and my co-host, Hyro as we get into the divisiveness of this much-beloved franchise. So stick around. I assure you that me and my co-hosts are on opposite sides of this particular debate, one that involves pizza and Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> All right, yeah, so lead the way because I don't know what the hell we're talking about here. All I know is that Star Wars sucks right now. Well, that sounds like a good jumping-off point. Perfect. What I, I want to talk about... It's something we hinted at a, a little bit a uh, handful of episodes ago with our Avengers Infinity War discussion because I used a podcast, uh, I believe, yeah, Friends in Film on their episode on Star Wars possibly needing a long-term plan for the franchise. And that one was uh, uh, a little bit more nuanced, maybe, like it were <laughs> a little bit more agreeable as far as people presenting sides like, you know, the, the pros and cons. So that is not fitting with, uh, in my estimation, what's going on in star Wars fandom. So for solo, which has had, uh, I think you could say high roads had a troubled production history up to yep. this point. All the news coming out of there is, uh, I mean, there's the fired directors, there's, uh, acting coaches bring on, bring coming on for your lead of some, an iconic character, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the news coming out is bad, man. Yeah. And, and casting, I, th- I thought a prerequisite would be, can you do a good Harrison Ford? I, I found that can you act would probably be a good start. <laughs> I think uh, that, uh, that that's a guy from uh, Hell Caesar, right? He was funny. Yeah, in that, but he only scene. had like ten minute scenes, and you know, did he get the Han Solo thing based off of a ten minute sequence in a movie that you know didn't really set the world on fire? Mm, maybe I, I I was hoping Miles Teller got it, but I, I know the internet hates Miles Teller, but I, I felt like he had the he had the swagger for for Han Solo. He, he's he's got the natural cockiness. I mean, you read any interview with him, I, I felt like that's the guy. Yeah, I, I you know what? I rarely do this, but I will agree with you here that I think Miles okay. Teller would have been a superior yeah. choice over uh, Alden, whatever. Yeah, whatever his name is. So I, I felt like you know it's a strange time because we're used to backlash with, in particular, nerd properties. You know that that's pretty much the bread and butter of DC fandom, and probably like DC uh, websites when it comes to movies is yep. uh, it's clickbait. Uh, yeah, they they form like a line in the sand. They have their their wall of defense where they're, they're saying people don't get it, or you know this executive or the powers that be screwed over Zack Snyder. Uh, that's the reason for our our lot in life, which is getting. You know, very expensive films that 
don't make a lot of money. I, th- there's a lot of skin in the game with with fandom that I think is it, it, it's hard for most people to understand. So, you know, maybe we'll try to explain that. Although I think if you're listening to a movie podcast, uh, you're probably well aware of it. But it's it's seeped into the culture so much that I don't. And I guess I'm just going to ask you: You're a huge Star Wars guy. You know, what is the expectation, or is is there an excitement? level for you for solo uh coming up that uh, has not been bashed out with all the uh the the production problems that are being leaked out i don't know what it is about this movie but even before the production problems leaked out um i had kind of no uh hope for this movie i don't know excitement let me say that hope is probably a bad term but excitement because um i think that harrison ford and han solo are one in the same in my opinion i think that there's almost no separating them so it's it's very hard for me to as a, as an individual not like as a fan I'm not speaking for the fan because I'm not speaking for, the, for me personally it's hard to separate the two you know Indiana Jones and Han Solo are one I mean uh, Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford are one person Harrison Ford and and Han Solo are one person it's just I have trouble sort of doing the prequel thing where you you're going to notice the 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 cracks in the in the facade there um, and then not everyone's uh, Ewan McGregor. You know, not everyone can pull it off. No, Ewan McGregor and Obi Wan Kenobi is in Episode Four. I don't think he was. I mean, he's a, a very famous character, but he's not nowhere near as iconic as Han Solo, who we had three solid movies where he's heavily featured in, be up at the forefront. And you know, Obi Wan was kind of like a little mentor in the back. You know, he was just he wasn't featured, and he spoiler alert for A New Hope, but he died. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of you uh, uh, diminishing what uh, Alec Guinness accomplished in his career. Saying he's, uh, he's he's a nobody. He's easily replaceable. Is what you're saying? I'm doing him a favor. He hated it. You know, he hated being <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. So you know me as a real a true Star Wars fan. I know he hated it. So you know, I'm gonna give him a pass. I was like, look, man, he's not. Uh, that's not what Alec Guinness is known known for. Give me Alec Guinness and the Bridge on the River Kwai all day. The original Lady Killers, maybe, with the, the disgusting false teeth. That, that's a good time. We're off to a good start here. Uh, just <laughs> shitting all over Obi-Wan. Um, but I, and, and then you pile on the, uh, you, I, I would say it's not a catastrophe, but the, like sort of lackluster or, or, or muted response to uh, Rogue One wasn't exactly, uh, you know, everybody wasn't jumping through the roof like we were for Force Awakens or, or whatever. And then the, you know, uh, sort of divided right down the line of love and hate between with the last Jedi. So okay, let's um, get in. Let's get into those two examples. I think specifically because yep. okay. I'm a Rogue One hater and I, I love adore Last Jedi. Okay, um, okay. Fair I, I know I know you were not a fan of the latter. I don't know where you stand with Rogue One necessarily, but I really didn't like it. I I, I would okay. say it's like a I would I, I wouldn't I would say if I had to watch one, I'd probably watch Rogue One. But that's like, you know, do I want a salad or do I want a cold bowl of porridge? Neither one is, is really, you know, calling me. <laughs> Neither one is a plate of chicken wings. Uh, which one is uh, of the Star Wars? Can you continue that uh, food analogy? Uh, oh, which the, is the, the plate of chicken wings uh, for uh, well, me? Like, like, yeah, go down the, the classic trilogy. What, what would you say the, the entrees are for, for each um, film? I would say probably uh, Empire is, is it's tasty. It's a, it's a good plate of chicken wings. I think uh, Return of the Jedi – it's a plate of chicken wings, but maybe with like some teriyaki sauce on it. Like, uh, it's it's a chicken wing, but it's it's just a hair below. And then a new hope is there, but they're all chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? They're all delicious. They're tasty. I'm I'm, I'm gonna play a little bit of a uh, uh, dirty pull here because uh, I, I do know uh, I didn't know where you stood initially on Rogue One, but uh, I do know how you feel about uh, pineapple on pizza. 
And oh, uh, I also know super Star Wars fan, uh, and uh, Marcus pl- played collaborator Jason Michael. Also, I don't think a fan. Uh, so I, I'm going to say that is, uh, that is what Rogue One is, right? It, that is, that has got to be, uh, the, uh, the food analogy for that particular film. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say pineapple, broccoli on pizza is where Last Jedi is and pineapple on pizza <laughs> is where, uh, Rogue One is. I think one is inedible and you wouldn't even feed it to a, you know, a dying animal. And the other one you could almost tolerate at a kid's party. Wait, is the broccoli on pizza at a kid's party? No, the Hawaiian p- the pizza. I would know. I would because oh, what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going to out myself. Uh, I've already said I'm a last Jedi uh, lover. I also like pineapple on pizza. I, I just think oh it's, uh, fuck it's, this it's podcast. Great. It's over. That's it. <laughs> Shut it down. What so is, I like what? I like pineapple and I like pizza. What's what's the what's the issue here? What the fuck? <laughs> I also think that uh, much like Star Wars fans, so uh, enraged by what they've seen was like Last Jedi, I, I don't understand the uh, the pineapple on pizza thing being like some I'm sort bored. of trigger for people. I don't get <laughs> <Yeah>. it. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what you put on your pizza. What does it matter to me? As long, if I don't like it, I just won't uh, split it with you. I'll just get my own. That's just it's just an affront to humanity. <laughs> but you know what? I'm more passionate about the pineapple pizza disgustingness than I am about the Star Wars. I think the Star Wars Last Jedi was just a bad movie. And uh, – it's not an insult to film. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, I think it's important for for people to know that are listening to movie podcasts on movie podcasts that uh, you're far more passionate about pineapple on pizza than our our subject matter of Star Wars. Oh, there you go, <laughs> trying to throw me under the bus. I see what you're doing here. All right, that's so I, that's enough of that. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, whenever we discuss a chef, when we do a chef spectacular, we'll get more into food. But I I, I think it's weird that the the reaction because uh, even as someone who really uh dug last jedi I, I have to acknowledge that there were a lot of people that uh did not care for it and uh i did not care for rogue one but i acknowledge that some people really dug it or they, they give it a pass but I, I feel like there's definitely problem areas with both uh when it comes to the fandom but they're totally different cases as to perhaps why they they, they got their their negative reactions um so with like rogue one it's it's similar to solo where Possibly people knew too much. I, I know there's like the sort of like, I don't want to say iconic because I don't think anything about Rogue One is iconic necessarily, but, um, yeah, you, you have the trailer moments, uh, which isn't dissimilar for something like Infinity War. I know, I know there's like a moment where like Hulk is like charging into battle behind Captain America. It's not in the movie. That's, that's fine. They, they, you know, the marketing does what it has to do to get butts and seats. But uh, Rogue One, very similar to Solo, and that they bring in a different director they to finish up production. Uh, they try to patch some holes, and you know, we'll see how it works out for, for Solo. But Rogue One may have been a case of just knowing too much going in. Uh, and I feel like Last Jedi, the negative reaction is uh, not knowing enough. Because it seems like a lot of the, the hate from like the, uh, the message board type uh, is that all of their fan theorizing you know who snoke was ray's parents that they feel betrayed because it was all for naught that there was maybe too much secrecy involved they were set up for something completely different so you know is there as someone that's going to the the movies like when you if you if you have those reactions i'm not accusing you of having those particular reactions to these films which one do you think as a fan is harder to take that the sort of setup for maybe this is not going to be exactly uh, the Star Wars movie as intended, or one that just blindsides you and takes it in a completely different direction that you weren't prepared for. 
Um, I think that uh, – so neither of which are actually my criticisms for either movie, which is kind of interesting that I, um, I, I, I would have liked – like for instance on the Snoke side, I would have liked to have – that character to kind of come to fruition or something like that because you, there is an investment when you're watching a film. If something's not a- answered or whatever, whatever, you want it to come to fruition. Other than that, th- those are none of my issues with, with, you know, what's on the message boards, what you're saying is on the message board is nothing that, that I guess I can relate to. Are you um, accusing me of lying about what's on the message board? The no, I, I, board? I, I accuse, I'm accusing you of lumping everybody into one sort of thing. Uh, just like you do with the uh, the pineapple and pizza thing. It's just, you know. No, I just attack them because that's wrong. <laughs> that's a sin. There's some things are, are, uh, are lying. Like there's the Ten Commandments. There's murder. There's lying. There's stealing, coveting that neighbor's wife. And then there's Hawaiian pizza. It's right there in the stone. All those things sound like a party. They sound good to me. <laughs> you are you're over here waiting for the uh, for the the purge to happen. Just yeah. <laughs> have a good old time, serve your Hawaiian pizza, and, you know, bang the next door neighbor's wife. Way to go, way to go. I think um, we should but, do a food episode for the purge. I think that we should get really uh, that should be a super for super fans of Marcus played to, that will remember this reference in our our solo <laughs> episode. Uh, so coming uh, in Fourth of July, uh, that'll fit right. We'll, we'll have our uh, our cooking show with Hiro for the purge. It'll, it'll be a, good time. a great franchise right now. I, I really like that franchise. But uh, anyways, I, I, so which one I prefer? Do I prefer sort of veering away and, and not giving me enough, or do I prefer? I guess the setup being limited or, or or leaving you kind of wanting more. Was that what it was? Yeah, I feel like with Rogue One, the expectation was probably – it was more managed for disappointment. Like if you follow the production, you're like, oh, okay. And same with Solo, right? Like uh, maybe, maybe if this is just like an entertaining summer movie, uh, I, I'm expecting that it will be received as a rousing success. Right. <laughs> if it just – and. That's a little bit unfair. Justice League, like oh shit, here comes this train wreck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying that you should, uh, because you you harp on that quite a bit. Even though we host a show uh, that reacts to the reaction on these films, Uh, but it is, I think, especially for like fan properties, it's probably hard to separate yourself from it because when we talked about uh, the the Marvel series or uh, even Deadpool, like so much, so much knowledge about things that aren't even in the world of the film that they play off of, uh, that they're almost like they're catering to you or they're wanting to you to participate in fandom in that way to even like sort of get, uh, the humor of the film. I, you know, I feel like something like last Jedi, uh, we probably won't, we probably won't see like a reaction to it, at least from like Kathleen Kennedy or Disney until, you know, whatever Abrams produces. Right. And I, I feel like there'll be a course correction there that, for me, I I really did not like seeing in Rogue One. Like I felt like was there a course correction in Rogue One? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, they're they're on record as saying like the, the like the Vader sequence was like yeah, totally yeah, added. totally yeah. added. And it's not even that like that Vader sequence is is cool. I mean, uh, you know, obviously like it's it's <laughs> it's lively. But I feel like for me, I always hate that type of shit because I think it does a disservice to the rest of the film in the sense that it's like okay, if if you. The filmmakers. But that film was sinking on its own, anyways, because like the character sucked ass. There was no development. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit about anything well, going on. Yeah, that, I think if if you are producing this this film and you think, oh shit, this is kind of drab, <laughs> bring Vader in and have him slaughter a bunch of people so we can so yeah. we can send people out on a high note. 
uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you just start by making that movie. Like why, right. <laughs> how did you yeah. box yourself into a corner where you, you, you made in their estimation, like a boring star Wars movie. And I say that knowing that there are people who actually, you know, they do dig the film. Uh, but I, I feel like with the troubled production that they didn't have the confidence in it. Same with solo. Right. And same with like something like justice league, where there are people who don't like the finished product and they, they want to see like the Snyder cut. Like, so, do you think this is a product of being too cutesy with the people that they hired? Like, you know, mm, oh, we got Lord and Miller, yeah. we got uh, Gareth Edwards or Evans or whatever the hell his name was. You know, you, these are like cutesy hires. Colin Trevorrow, a cutesy hire. Josh Shrank, cutesy hire. <laughs> yeah, Ron Howard is. Uh, you want to talk about course correction? Uh, That's not super a, safe. A, yeah, he's not a sexy pick as far as you know the new, the hot new director that has had you know one yeah. uh, modest success. That may be, you know, that's something that I guess Marvel has done far more successfully. Uh, what did the like Russo brothers do before Winter Soldier? Wasn't it like a rom com or something? They like host, it was, they 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 uh, was it Parks and Rec? They they recorded some like they did some television or some shit like that. No, something that uh, I mean that sounds right because it's it's not anything that would have prepared you for like oh yeah these these are the guys that are going to do like curb your enthusiasm maybe is that what it was? Uh, okay, uh, Community. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, happy endings. Uh, okay, as far as film goes, uh, you, me, and Dupree is what was on their their. Is that uh, a dog movie? Dog dying movie? That is a uh, Marley and Me, but it's also got Owen Wilson. So you're in the Owen Wilson verse there. But no, that oh. is him as the obnoxious <laughs> third wheel, I guess. Uh, rom com. Oh yes. Okay. Yep. Another that was their only uh, feature uh, before Winter Soldier. So uh, yeah, I would How say did that that's, happened. That's a cute hire. <laughs> Is it a cutesy hire or just like it's a, a cutesy hire that panned out? You know what I mean. <laughs> but like, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was like a cool or hip thing to hire. Like they, is they it were, okay to take a dump on Kathleen Kennedy. Is it okay? I mean, I know that I uh, slapped down. Uh, I've seen. I, I've, it's funny. I've seen that on Twitter where uh, you know that's. Uh, any issues people have had uh, with with her, like uh, you know, I, maybe not her particularly, but the finished product that she's overseeing has been turned where it's it's men like wanting to take a position of power away from a woman. But I, I, I would say she's probably not done a great uh, job as far as like being the shepherd of the Star Wars. Yeah. Verse. I mean, her hiring sucks. She she keeps having to fire people. Yeah, because I'm I'm saying she hasn't done a great job, and I'm I'm saying that as someone who like I love Last Jedi. I thought Force Awakens was really fun. So it's like it's not like her batting average is terrible as far as no me the films. It's just I would say by her own estimation, <laughs> this has been uh, far more troublesome than what she anticipated. And you Absolutely. know she's she's the boss. So yeah, um, it's weird to me for there to be such unease with a Star Wars movie like Solo, which is should be just a layup, right? Like you're just oh, doing yeah, young be, but Han Solo. I don't know. Is it a layup though? I mean, because like like I said at the beginning, is my gripes or my initial trepidation with the movie is more on kind of rehashing this iconic character. This incredibly, I mean, this is top five iconic characters of um, our age group. Let's say you know what I mean. Like top five icons of of movies. Like just massive icons. Han Solo has to be in your top five. Um, not okay. as the top five you're preferred, but top five in society. There's probably a distinction to be made there. Like the concept of a young Han Solo is a layup. The execution, I guess, as they've seen, <laughs> is a little more difficult where there is such attachment to one performer uh, being associated with that character. Because I, I think you're absolutely right. Like uh, Han Solo is cool to the mainstream because it's Harrison Ford. 
you know, it's it's that guy who's Indiana Jones that was Jack Ryan. Um, <laughs> Regarding Henry. <laughs> well, I was about to make fun of cinephiles for for placing his uh, roles Deckard and Blade Runner in that same oh, uh, God, spin. And uh, as we saw with uh, 2049, uh, the general public responses, no who? Cares. What? Yeah, no one yeah. gave a shit. Um, so, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just it's something on paper, but the particulars of it probably make it more of a hassle than what it's worth. Like, I truly think that Ryan Johnson... Like, I know they announced, I guess, like, he's going to oversee or write a new trilogy, possibly, maybe, for Star Wars. So I bet you it's going to be the Obi-Wan uh, thing. See, I, I think that possibly, I, I think that's getting back into troubled waters where, uh, when if you're going to compare these two things to, to Marvel, that, you know, Marvel has the stones to, to put out a Guardians movie. And is there going to be anyone raising hell that it's like, that's not my guardians on screen. Like, yeah, nobody's going to care about that. Yeah. <laughs> you do Han Solo or you, you mess with people's, you know, the idea they have in their head of the ending for, you know, some beloved characters in last Jedi. Yeah. You, you're going to, you're going to have to expect some blowback. So the, the, the podcast that I uh, have is on last Jedi and it's uh, from the playlist. It, it's probably a pretty good listen, uh, no matter which side you fall on, because the, uh, the hosts, themselves uh, differ greatly on their appreciation or their disappointment for last Jedi. And it, it's kind of interesting as they're setting up, trying See, I to like that. that. That's, that's an interesting conversation to me when they d- disagree. Well, not even, not even just disagreeing, but it's also both sides trying to legitimately understand how the under the other one, uh, who I think they all respect each other as Star Wars fans can get into or have such wildly different reactions Interesting. to uh, the Star okay, Wars so movie. Take it apart. Like, mm-hmm. go do different things. Like, don't give me the expected. It's in this movie's character. DNA. I mean, that's sort of the whole it like, is. idea it of is. the movie. Like, especially it's like, like it, the whole movie is I'm going to blow up the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, and that's what that's yeah. I mean, that's and what he, like Kylo Ren has he, that like, monologue. It like he's where he's just like it's time to let old things die. Basically, it's time to yeah. And that's it, that's the whole movie. But and that again, it sort of starts to irk me because he detonates something at the end of every scene, and it's like, dude, okay, chill out. Like, that's how I felt in the writing of this movie in general. Chill out. Stop with the fucking jokes all the time. Stop with having to fucking blow up every scene and everything. Can you just tell me a story? And, and uh, I, it, it, go, it comes down to uh, – it's simple. You guys were really, really engaged in the movie. And when you're engaged in the movie – and I'm not discrediting it at all because when you're engaged in the movie and you're locked in and everything feels organic, it's the greatest fucking thing in a, in a movie. And I'm really, really, really jealous that I didn't have that experience. And I think sometimes when you're not engaged, when you're not fully locked into a movie – you and like if anyone's listening without I'm being nitpicking, it's like I don't want to nitpick Star Wars at all. It's the last thing I want to do. I want to enjoy every fucking second of it. But when you're not in a movie and you're outside of it, I think the the mechanics of the writing for me anyhow become really obvious. And then that's when I start to like I'm going, oh man, and I can really I'm 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 not I never want to do that. You know what I mean? I don't I don't ever enjoy being in a movie and being like, oh here's X, Y, and Z and doing math in my head about story and this and that like brings me zero pleasure. But like I feel like I could just feel the mechanics of it the whole time and just being like, oh God, over and over again. You know what I mean? It's and a lonely it just became, feeling. Like, We've all been it's in a there totally before. lonely feeling. Yeah. It sucks. 
Yeah, we've all been there before. We've all had, you know, there's been that movie where you're on the outside looking in and, and everyone seems to be enjoying it. And for whatever reason, it just kind of kicks you out of it. And then, yeah, you're aware of the mechanics of the movie working to make you enjoy it. And it almost like works against you and you start like resisting it. And that sucks. And I'm that that's, I you know, that sucks that you had that experience with this movie. And it sounds like we did not um, did not have that experience with this movie. Um and that's a simple boiling down, but I think again, I think there's a lot of things going on, and I, that that like makes this movie like worth debating, and it's interesting to to debate and see how it works. So it's 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 a really good episode to sort of I, I think if you want to years from now go back and look at like oh what was up with Last Jedi or like do people dig it? I would highly recommend this, but the approaches that they have and the expectations like it really got me thinking about. I think we look at something that's so such a force in pop culture like star Wars as easily defined and you listen to the podcast and you realize like how many different sort of personal things or attachments that people make on their own to this property that it takes something so universal and makes it so personal, which to me it actually shows that it's probably like a very successful or has been a very successful series of films that people can, can take the same exact storyline. Uh, but what they define as important in that universe or that film or those characters is very different. So I, I don't know, maybe in your, in your life, like discussing star Wars, has there been like, has there been a character or maybe a moment from the classic trilogy or one of the other films where, uh, it's something that's meant a lot to you or something that someone's brought up that you're like, yeah, that's, that's good. But that's not what you hang your hat on when it comes to star Wars or what star Wars means to you. Oh, wow. I, well, maybe I guess I'm not a, that big of a star Wars fan because I can't point at it, at it, at anything that, it means so much to me. Like it doesn't. I, and then the name of my kids after we, Star Wars. Here we go again. You're so passionate about pineapple on pizza, and yet Star Wars. You're like, eh, I, you know, it, it's good, I guess. I mean, I like Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I think uh, Star Wars is fun. It's a it's a great time at the movies. I'm not. I'm not fanboy X who is upset that <laughs> fanboy uh, th- X. <laughs> Fanboy X that is upset. Fanboy X sixty nine, sir, show some respect to the message oh, yes. boarders. Okay, <laughs> Fanboy X sixty nine, who is the guy on the message board that is suddenly the representation of every every criticism of the movie. You know that that's being lumped in. I'm just not that guy. I'm, I'm I, I don't know. I always enjoy them. I'm a big fan of the movies. I always go early, but. But you had a, a, such a such a passionate negative reaction to Last yeah, was, Jedi, though, and and that's because I I, I guess. Yes, I, I I hated it, but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, it's not soul crushing, you know. Like I, I don't know. It, it feels like Star Wars is an event. Star Wars is a, is a community event. It's a it's a thing that we all have grown up with. I mean, we're all relatively around the same age. Or if you were born after, you know, any time in the last fifty years, you've pretty much grown up with Star Wars. So. um it's a, it's a big event for everybody. Whether or not it's a, a life altering thing is another story, but you know, when it, when the, when the, when the big event sucks, you want to lash out at it. It's like you're watching your, your favorite sports team lose, you know, it's, you know, it's, it sucks. Um, you know, there's, when a movie is that dumb, <laughs> you have to lash out. I mean, but it is I mean okay. We, so crushing. We are framing this, uh, and because you brought in, into the conversation as far as like justice league, like that expect expectation management where you come out yeah. and you're like, Hey, that wasn't too bad. But you know, if if you put them next to each other, removing the expectation, are, are you positing that justice league is a better movie or, you know, a more successful accomplishment than last Jedi? Yes. 
Oh, wow. I think, oh, yeah, absolutely, because it's more enjoyable. And so the problem with Last Jedi for me personally is that, <laughs> and I've, and I've said, I've probably said it on like 10 different podcasts. It's just, it's a silly movie where the, the, I think that the core sort of through line that they're trying to do was really cool. You know, like burn it down, uh, focus on the new characters, kind of open up the universe, all that stuff really dug. I kind of dug where the characters are going, but you've got this almost, uh, blind sort of like it's 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 instead of being colorblind it's like comedy blind like like ryan johnson doesn't understand what's funny and what's not funny uh maybe i i guess we you know you've got like luke skywalker drinking milk and you've got the little dolls on the side the little bird dolls and you've got this it's just like death by a thousand cuts it's just it was just a silly silly movie that's just it's hard to sit through the humor was a huge a huge sin uh for one of the uh the hosts on the playlist that kept kept undercutting every t- every time he had like an entryway into the movie the humor derailed it for him which gotcha. sounds like your experience well it's not so much that the humor itself derailed it is that the humor is not funny so like you know it's one thing if like in the marvel uh, uh, franchise like in the avengers and stuff where you've got like infinity war where you've got like really funny interplay between them and the humor is in there then you go back to the serious kind of stuff that stuff works because the humor is enjoyable in Star Wars, the humor is not funny. So it's like that nerdy friend that comes over and tells bad jokes and you just want him to walk away. Try having that guy stand in front of the screen. And that's my experience with Star Wars Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, but you, you're not you're not appreciating that that swing and a miss as much as the uh, the, the drab result of Rogue One, which, uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say whether you're a fan of Rogue One or Last Jedi, uh, that it it has you know far less, um, I guess, personality than yeah, Last yeah. Jedi. Yeah, no, I, I I'll agree with you there. Far less personality, but I think that at some point, you know, having more personality isn't always best when your personality is that just annoying and and grating. You know, it's like having that guy come over that you just want him to leave. And just How many experiences do you have with uh, people that come over to your house and just stand in front of you and tell jokes and presumably uh, have uh, tried to befriend you with pineapple pizza? Okay, so let me try it like this. How about at work, at the office? You've got that guy that will stand over your desk and just sit there for a good 20 minutes telling like either bad stories or bad jokes. He's got the coffee breath. He's eating a piece of Hawaiian pizza. He's just not a funny dude. And he'll just stand there. You're trying to work. You're trying to concentrate. You're trying to do whatever it is you do. <laughs> You know, pick the wings off flies at your desk, whatever you get paid for. But it's just he won't go away, and that's the brand of humor that Ryan Johnson brought to Last Jedi. It just, it just didn't land, man. It's just dumb humor. I just, I'm just laughing at the uh, the idea that uh, Ryan Johnson is the guy in his own movie that he wrote and directed will not leave you alone as you try to enjoy the film. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I it's funny jokes. <laughs> It's funny, like I feel like in interviews I've read with him, the defense he's made of you know some of the the maybe the more humorous tendencies uh, or some of the character choices he's made, he's I think he's he's got a rock solid case as far as he's like, look, this is you know this is in the classic trilogy, the the original trilogy, and it, but I think that goes back to the, the the playlist and what I really liked about listening to the podcast was that can be in there, the fingerprints of that and what Ryan Johnson gravitated towards as far as his love of Star Wars is there, um, but other people they love something else more, so their their idea of what the next Star Wars trilogy is going to be is dramatically different than his, even though all of that. 
and all of those many different facets of the world, they're they're all in the original trilogy. Like you what can, you, what's in the original trilogy? Like what? Where is this bad brand of humor in the in any of the movies? Even I'll even throw the prequels out. Like where is this bad brand of humor? I uh, you know I I for me uh, I don't I don't consider any of it bad brand of humor as far as I, I like the humor in Last Jedi. So I I like the humor in uh, the original trilogy, but you know, I, I think that so where are the parallels, I guess, how about that? The parallels. The parallels. Okay. So uh, g- give me an example, example of in- something you hated in last Jedi, just oh, like uh, one thing. Okay. So, um, uh, so, uh, uh, all right. I, something I just brought up was like Luke Skywalker, his Island sort of being this odd place where he drinks from the sea cow. Like I didn't understand. <laughs> it's obviously meant for play for laughs because the kind of sea cow kind of turns and looks in this, <laughs> ridiculous thing and i just didn't I'm, get it i'm loving the image of you sitting in a theater stewing as this sea cow and your eyes gaze at each other i'm just and like the, the funny thing is I, my wife and i rarely get to go to the movies together but we went for this time we made a date of it and blah blah, blah and i look over at her and she has the she's the one stewing i'm more confused <laughs> and she's like seating in her chair that she, that basically, I feel that I'm about to get hit because I ruined date night by taking her out to this crap. Uh, okay, so yeah, because I don't the think there's date any... night. I took her to Neon Demon, which really ended oh, up poorly. That's a, that's a good time. That's <laughs> yeah. what is with these? Like, uh, like okay, I'll, I'll grant you maybe uh, you know Star Wars uh, bamboozled you with the uh, the Last Jedi, thinking like this is this is a safe safe choice. Uh, I'm putting the full blame on you with Neon Demon, though. Oh no, I I, I totally take it, my friend. I'll take that. I knew what I was getting into. I don't think. I mean, I definitely don't think there's a uh, you know a milking scene in, in the original trilogy. So maybe that's a bit much. Maybe it's a little it's a little too gross. Uh, there's certainly blue milk that's in there. That's canon, right? Okay, but any uh, would you call it um, slapsticky gross out humor? Like uh, it's almost sophomoric. Would you call it? No, I I read it nope. a different way. I mean, maybe you could maybe label the humor as sophomore. I I read it more as okay, we we need some a quick visual bit to establish that uh that Luke himself has maybe become like the new Ben Kenobi. That he's he's you know, the, the kooky old man who's been left to his own devices uh without any sort of engagement with the outside world or another person and maybe he's a little, you know, off kilter now. You know, that's I I felt like that was more what was in the negative response, not the humor itself, but people didn't like uh, Luke being possibly unhinged or even unlikable, and so I, I just I thought that was... I liked all that stuff. Oh, okay, well, see, I, I thought like that that thing is yeah, it's a joke, but I also just thought that yeah, he's he's kind of he's <laughs> you know to 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 keep the, the the continuity of our show, maybe he, this is Luke and his sort of Unabomber uh, crazy there man the hut type experience, yeah. So I, I dug it. If if uh, I, I think it's more like uh, it, it, it's like John Wayne Gacy. He's like a big ugly clown. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, rather than the Unabomber. The Unabomber was a very stoic, angry guy, which is more in line, sort of where you find Obi Wan Kenobi at the beginning, like just kind of like old, grizzled. You know, he's fighting off the sand things. Uh, but here, he's like, uh, it's like he showed up to the island, and he's a hermit. He's angry, but he's also Austin Powers, I guess. Mm, I, I think uh, you were probably more in line. when you were comparing him to John Wayne Gacy. That was probably less insulting than Austin Powers. So <laughs> we'll stick with that. <laughs> I so, just uh, go ahead to get it back to to Solo. What you know? What do you think the expectation should be for 
yourself or others as as Star Wars fans um, as as far as how they're going to approach this film? And you know, what should uh, say the producers like Kathleen Kennedy? What should they expect? Uh, what's the, this one as far as the response? What do you think the aims of Solo are? Because I'm assuming they're not as large in scope as being the middle chapter of a new trilogy. Right, yeah. They can't be as lofty because I think we all know that – especially with something as high profile as Star Wars, everybody's following along. You know, the the anytime someone gets hired or fired, it's front page of Yahoo News or front page of Apple News. You know, it's not like buried in the in the bottom of somewhere. So it's a very high profile, troubled um, – production. So I think that honestly, what would I say to them? Just tone down the expectations. Just expect hopefully uh, a tolerable movie and hope for a good time. Bottom line. (laughs) Tolerable. A solo story. (laughs) (laughs) That probably is a better title. I would definitely buy that that poster to hang on my, my wall. But it is curious in the marketing how they – I feel like they are still hiding. Every time I see a trailer or a poster, I'm like, well, I'm seeing an awful lot of Lando. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, that would be uh, that would be the pivot I'm expecting is uh, I, I fully do not expect a solo trilogy, uh, but I could see some of these other characters. I could see a Lando solo movie uh, coming up. Not a team-up, but you know his own individual movie. Uh, but I, you know, my expectations, uh, like for for any Star Wars movie, is uh, there's going to be one every year until we die, and well after we're gone. So um, I, I hope it's fun, and uh, yeah. I, I like hanging out with Chewbacca. So you know, I'll I'll accept that. It's it's two hours with Chewbacca. That's my so minimal do wanna, expectation. Do you want a Chewbacca solo story? No, no, Chewbacca. He he, you know, he needs someone to bounce off of, right? Can you imagine two hours of him just grunting? Hmm. <laughs> Mm, I mean, grunting. Uh, who, if, if you're gonna disentangle him I mean, from, like, that's the way he speaks. Yeah, if but if you're gonna disentangle him from uh, Han Solo character, is there uh, someone else you wouldn't mind seeing a Chewbacca story with, a tolerable Chewbacca story with? Um, ooh, you'd have to cast a whole new character. I mean, it's a big universe. Make somebody up, you know, put somebody in there. I, I think what would really please everyone would be Amy Schumer and Chewbacca teaming up for See, <laughs> I guess I'm sexist because I was thinking Chris Hemsworth. I was like, that would be funny. You are. You are you are definitely sexist, sir. Well, but, maybe uh, it's what we, we each find attractive. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I don't know how you, – you've kind of boxed me in. That's exactly what that. That. that is That is checkmate and that is uh, that's probably the episode. So uh, – <laughs> Thank you for listening to another Marcus Blade. I will have my revenge next time on my co-host, Hyro. Uh, until then, you can follow us on Twitter at MarcusBladePod, Instagram and Facebook at MarcusBlade. And uh, if you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button. Sometimes we just need a reason to hard to believe. What's real just sheds light that can blind it so bright That shines with such time and there's no way to fight So you dance all along in the rain You're front lawn and you sing every song You can't sing until you run out of words You'll just talk Oh, when we run out of words You'll just talk